All right, good morning. Um, today I want to talk a little bit about uh, entering, as we enter the, the Christmas season, I want to share a little bit of the Christmas story, but I also wanted to um, share um, a, a verse that was one of the first verses that I ever memorized. It's from Proverbs chapter 3. And it just simply says this, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Say it together, ready? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. It's kind of like you're you're gonna lean on how you understand it. (laughs) That's a thing. Or or you're gonna lean on God. And and that's really kind of the most simple way you could ever present it. Because uh, what we know about life is, is life is um, in, at times unbelievable. And I want to take you through the Christmas story, but I just want to set the stage that you're going to have to make a choice multiple times in life. Am I going to try to understand this? Or am I just going to trust? Am I going to try to explain this? Or am I just going to trust? The Christmas story, uh, the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and makes an announcement to her she was not prepared for. Um, And if I can just read a couple verses, Luke chapter 1 In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be, wondered. Do you ever wonder about your life? <laughs> you ever wonder about things? Do you ever wonder why something happened to you? Mary's story is like yours and mine. It's often unbelievable. Um, so I was thinking about this, and I thought there's a lot of parallels in her life and her story and ours. And the first one is that, you know, life is full of surprises. Isn't this true? Uh, boy, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Mary was sitting there going, well, I, I did not see that coming. Uh, the angel went on to say um, to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You'll be with child and you're to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary says, how, how can this be? Life is full of surprises. It's one surprise after another. And um, oftentimes, the surprises um, we don't see coming. That's why they're a surprise. But we are often troubled by them. Mary was troubled and she was afraid. 
And one of the first things the angel tries to do is to steer her away from fear. And this is what I would like to do for you, with you. Steer you away from fear. Fear is because we don't know. And whenever we don't know, we're afraid. And we aren't sure how this is going to end up. We aren't sure how it's going to work out. We aren't sure why it happened. And so we, we are afraid. And um, I started realizing that fear is at the root of a lot of our problems and decisions. Anybody ever make a bad decision? And you just, you, you, you look back and you go, man, why, why did I do that? And you could say, well, I was in a bad mood or, well, I wasn't thinking clear. But when you, when you really, really contemplate a lot of our bad decisions, if you go down deep enough, fear is a driving force between, behind so many of our poor decisions. We're afraid of something. Sometimes we, we take a job because we're afraid we weren't gonna get another one. And we didn't like the job, and we didn't feel confident in it, we didn't, but we just, we, or we jumped into a relationship because we were afraid we were gonna be alone. Or we, made a decision because we, we, we were uncertain about our future, and so we just took something. Do you remember the story of, of Abraham and Sarah? And, and God tells Abraham that he's going to be a father, um, but it's not happening. It, it just it doesn't happen, and it doesn't happen. And, and so finally, um, Sarah, I think out of fear that it's not going to happen, tells Abraham to take the maid and they produce an heir through the maid. Fear drives, and, and this boy Ishmael came up and it became a source of contention for the rest of their lives because she couldn't wait for the promise. Surprises often bring fear. Um, Charlie's at this age now where she likes, she, she's, you know, kind of playing with fear and surprises. She likes it, likes to hide, you know. But it's, you know, it, it, it's, she, this is how she says, Dad, go over there and count because I'm going to hide in here. <laughs> so she knows, but she, but she still likes that little jolt of adrenaline when I peek around the corner and I say, surprise, you know, and she jumps and she, she, she gets that jolt of adrenaline. And here's the thing about, um, here's the thing about fear, Fear sends this, this, this jolt through you, and it, it starts a wave of other decisions that can lead you down a, a completely the wrong path. And so the angel says to Mary, don't be afraid. Do you know how many times this is repeated over and over in the scripture? Don't fear, don't fear, don't fear. Because the human heart has this propensity to when we don't understand things, we, we jump into fear. And we call it all kinds of other things, you know. Um, I'll say, especially guys, you know, because we, we're supposed to act like we're not afraid of anything. So we never call it, oh, I'm, I'm afraid. We're uncertain. But if you, if you peel the onion back far enough, we're afraid. And so the first thing is to... In our life is we gotta, we gotta force fear out of our life. And 
what faith does, um, by the way, faith is not just a, a religious idea. Um, anybody worth their salt today, if you go to, you go to a, a psychologist or you go see a therapist or you, you read a blog online, anybody that's trying for the health of any human being will tell you this, faith needs to be a part of your life. Faith needs to be a part of your life. Trusting versus fear. Now, there's a certain amount of, like, of course, natural fear that we get. You know, um, you know if you're around something that's a, a dangerous animal, or all of that is, of course, very important. But fear, it can be such a detriment to you becoming a, a, a fulfilled person. And so the first thing you have to do is you have to determine, I'm, I'm going to rid fear from my life. I'm not going to let fear drive and dominate any of my decisions because life is full of surprises, the unknown. Um, the other day I was helping my mom clean out a bunch of stuff in her house. It was taking all this stuff to the trash and I found this um, little magnifying glass she just was throwing out, I guess. She just didn't have a need for it anymore and you know, it seemed like it was fine. And I know I've seen Charlie play with these magnifying glasses before she's fascinated by them. So I told my mom, I said, hey, why don't you give that to Charlie? You know, she'll love it, she'll love it. And so my mom just kind of nonchalantly hands it to Charlie. I'm like, oh, mom, you screwed up. I mean, you don't ever just give her something. You, you, you dramatize it. You go, Charlie, I have a surprise, right? Now, again, you, didn't, you were throwing this in the trash. I literally picked it out of the garbage, right? So you milk that stuff. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Like, you don't need to spend a lot of money. You need to milk it. I was like, oh, mom, here's how you do it, right? So you close your eyes. Oh, boy, when you say close your eyes, she, her, she grins like this, you know, and you go, put out your hand, and she goes, is it a surprise? And you go, it's a surprise. And she'll always peek, and you got you to catch her. No, I said, close your eyes. And then you put it out there, and I mean, as long as you dramatize it, it's amazing. Here's the thing. God has surprises for you, and that's just because you're human. You and I couldn't handle, this is what I believe, you could, I don't think you and I could handle knowing all of what we were going to go through. I don't think you could, I think you would just short circuit. I think some of the stuff that I've been through, some of the stuff that you've been through, um, if, you, if you got it all laid out in front of you, you would just quit. But the funny thing is, somehow when you get there, you get the strength to go through it. Somehow. God gets you through it. But here's the thing I want you to know. It's never a surprise to God. It's never a surprise to God. And so no matter what happens, don't let fear win the day. Let faith win the day. Mary's response was, after all of this, I am the Lord's servant. This has become one of my favorite lines in, in all of Scripture. Mary's reply. I don't get this. How can this be? I don't understand this. She goes, I'm the Lord's servant. May it be as you have said. I am the Lord. Let's say it together. Ready? I am the Lord's servant. May it be as you have said. One more time. Ready? I am the Lord's servant. 
May it be as you have said. There you go. There's some freedom there. Some freedom in not understanding everything. Boy, we like to understand, don't we? I need to know why. I need to know when. I need names. <laughs> I need data. Some things you, don't, you aren't going to get names and data. But you can't have trust. Life is full of surprises. The other thing is that life is complicated. Can anybody say amen to that? Um, it's complicated. It, it's just complicated. Mary's now got to go tell um, the guy she's engaged to. Um, hey, 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 Joe, could, could we meet at Starbucks? I think he's thinking like a public place. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, come again? Um, I got to tell you something. So the craziest thing happened to me the other day. You're not going to believe it, Joe. Um, it's complicated. Well, man, what a, the scripture talks about him being a, being a righteous man and the way that he handled it, right? Like he wanted to just expose her and, but he, he went about, he went about it the right way. But, but then he had to start explaining it to people. Could you, uh, mom and dad, could you guys come over for spaghetti? We, we want to explain something to you. You know, the, 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 the older I get in life, the more I realize there's a lot of stuff you can't explain to people. And here's the other thing. I was telling the ladies at the Advent last night, you don't need to explain it to people. You don't owe anybody an explanation. It's unexplainable. There's no explanation for that. Life's complicated. And when you, when you know it's from God, here's the thing. When you know it's from God, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. This was, this was to assure Mary, this is, a, this is a God thing. This is a God thing. People won't understand. People will say things. Do you think people said things in Nazareth? I think people said things. But if you know, if it's a God thing, you just keep walking. You just keep doing your thing. You just keep marching. You don't need to explain everything because life's complicated. And you know, some, some parts of life you just, I don't, I don't understand. We, we get ourselves in trouble when we think we need to understand everything, and then we need to explain everything. And the reality is, this thing, like, this is unexplainable. Um, the best, when Mary asked, the best she could get was this reply. Um, well, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Well, that clears it up. I, <laughs> I can tell that to the parents, the Holy Spirit, and the Most High will overshadow. Life's complicated. It, it feels like, you know, if you think about that story, it feels like God should do a little blocking and tackling for Mary, 
could you knock a few pins over for me with the family? It doesn't say that ever happened. That, to me, that really seems unfair in the story. When you, if you think about it, like, did I do something? I, I want, at least everybody should know I'm in the right here. It doesn't always happen that way in life. But she got to be the mother of God. Think about that. Mary, the mother of God. Some surprises and some complications, they're worth it. Hmm? They're worth it. I don't think we should tell God and dictate, this is how I think things should run. I think what we have to do with faith is just trust. Just trust. It all comes down to that. If I, if I could commend anything to you in life, I'd say just trust. Just trust. Don't try to explain. Don't try to understand. Just trust. Easier said than done. But when you feel overwhelmed by fear and anxiety, the anxiety, think of the anxiety of trying to explain this to people. Just trust. I don't know. The last thing is about life I know is this is everybody's story is unique. You know what I mean? Everybody's story. Your story is different from my story. And even if you're in the same family, your story is different from your brother's story and your sister's story. Everybody has a different story. You're a different person. And human nature is we're always wanting to know how we're doing compared to somebody else. I know that's the that's just the worst thing that you can do. You remember after the resurrection and at the end of John's gospel, um, Jesus and Peter are having a conversation and, and Peter says, says to Jesus, after Jesus says, follow me, Peter sees the other disciple whom Jesus loved and when Peter saw him, he says, Lord, what about him? What about him? The worst question in the world. What about, what's, what's their story? Why does anyone else's story matter to you running your race? But somehow human nature were that way. But, but, what, but what's his path going to be? What, what's her story going to be? It doesn't, because God has a race for you to run. God has a story for you to live out everybody's story is going to be unique. And what God's called someone else to do has no bearing on what God, God's called you to do. See this happen a lot, you know. Um, people get to a certain age and they think, oh man, this person's already, already graduated from college and, you know, I screwed around and now I'm five credits short and I'm two years behind and Oh, this person's already married and they have this nice little family of kids. And oh man, they're already doing this. And we always lay our lives next to somebody else. It doesn't make any sense to do that. But human nature is like, I, I can't help, but I got to know, what about them? Jesus says to him, uh, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? What's that to you? You just follow me. He says, just follow me. Don't worry about him. Just follow me. Follow Christ. The, the, the path that Christ has for you 
And don't worry about anybody else's path. Don't worry about anybody else's story. Just trust. So today, in a simple way, what I wanted to do was just get us all together and say, going into this season, just trust. Don't, don't lean on your own understanding. Nothing wrong with doing a little calculating and trying to figure that out. and just, It's human nature, but at the end, don't lean on that. Scripture says his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. At the end of the day, you just got to trust. You're not going to be able to control all the outcomes. Man, this is a tough one for us. Anybody here like to control things? I like to get it in my hands, put the X's and the O's where they need to be, make sure everybody does their part and cooperates with my plan. Faith is, in fact, faith is, is so challenging for us because we're, we're, we're called to do things, we're asked to do things, and so some things are in our control, and then we also realize that, weirdly, a lot of things are not in our control. And faith is just this ability to say, you know, I'm not going to be able to control the outcomes. Do you ever want someone to behave a certain way? You ever want someone to live a certain, act a certain way, re, respond a certain way? And man, you just, you're trying to think of all the ways you can get them to do that. And you can't control other people. And it's so maddening. But it's very freeing when you get to the spot where you realize, I, I can't control the outcomes. I, all I can do is just Put it into God's hands. Faith can fix your life. That's what I'm going to tell you. Faith can fix your life. It's not going to necessarily get you out, out of all the problems, but it's going to allow you to handle whatever comes your way. One of the scriptures earlier, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome how does faith fix your life? It fixes your life because um, it gives you the ability to handle all the stuff that life throws at you. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't rest on the way that you understand it. Um, there's a lot of mystery to life. There's a lot of things that we don't understand. And so as Jesus told Peter, just follow me. Just follow. In the next few years of your life, you don't know what the next surprise is going to be. You don't know. What we'd like to do is just lay it all out and measure it. Um, when I was young, we played the, the board game Life. Did anybody grow up in my era? You played this, right? And... Uh, right? You're doing fine. Everything's going good. And you spin the dial and, <clears throat> right? And we, the, the two board games that we played most were, were, were Life and Monopoly. 
and mmm. You know, my brother would always, you know, and he'd take all my money. You know, you'd, you'd roll the dice wrong. And, and, and it's so true because it feels at times like you're spinning the wheel and it's like, why did I land on that square? I, it would have been one more, one more number on the die and I would have been perfect. And that's how life can feel. But this is the thing that you need to remember. The reply the angel gives, I think, is more insightful than at first I gave credit. He says, he will overshadow you. He will overshadow you. I think it was a reference to Genesis 1, the very, very beginning, when it talked about it was, it was formless and void and it was chaotic. And it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. It was the, the birth of creation. I think it was a signal to Mary, this is a brand new creation. God's going to do something. If, if you think the first creation was amazing, wait till you see what God's going to do with this one. How many think Jesus was pretty amazing? Hmm? It's pretty amazing. And how many know God's hovering over you today? You're in the shadow of the Almighty. You're, you're in good hands. And you don't understand everything and how it's all going to work out, but you just, you just rest in that shadow. And you know that God, God who is in control, works all things for good.